0: Keyshawn J Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from six to ten Eastern on ESPN Radio.
1: Keyshawn J Will and Max on ESPN Radio, ESPN Two, Sirius XM Channel Eighty, your smart speakers, your podcast. Mm. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. What's going on? Not not the greatest game in the world last night, but uh, all right. You know, looks fine. Saints <laughs> missing a couple <laughs> offensive linemen. Got the got the. Uh, you know, Swiss Army knife guy playing quarterback, hurts his finger early. Cowboys, I'll tell you what, you know what that game kind of said to me? I forgot who made this point yesterday, but maybe better to have your players than your coaching staff. Like the Cowboys get all their players back, lose the coaching staff, probably a trade they'd make. No, you don't want to do that. They, they played a team that
2: didn't have much on the offensive side of the ball. Starting with Taysom Hill, no Alvin Kamara. You already know my nephew wasn't playing. I mean, it's just they didn't, they did not have what they needed to take on the Cowboys. And when you don't have a quarterback in this league, you're not going to win very many football games. And as much as we enjoy watching the Swiss Army knife, you're not going to win, you're not going to win against the Dallas Cowboys with that style. Just not going to happen. I was going to say, despite
3: giving up 400 yards of total offense, 400 yards of total offense, the defense won the game. I mean, you talk about four picks in this game, which is the most in a single game in franchise history since 2010 when they played at Indy. Uh, That defense came through in the clutch for them, and I give Dan Quinn a lot of credit. In the moment of COVID, everybody's roles change. Uh, People stepped up. I I, I think that's for a team that is getting players back that had a lot of questions about losing the last three or four. I thought last night was a huge victory for them. Here's Dak on the win. I mean, a win's a win. Uh, it means a lot. Uh, as you just said, the adversity we've, we've had, we we've faced, um, coming off the, the last two weeks and then coming in this week and just being hit with the COVID, uh, losing losing the head coach this week, and just, I mean, so many people stepped up. Credit to Dan Quinn, uh, the coordinators, uh, all the leaders on this team of, um, of of doing what was necessary to be ready for this game and then just uh, through the ups in this, up and down in this game, um, playing complimented football. When we weren't doing our job on offense, defense, uh, we're creating turnovers, so, I mean, Um, Tough to come into a place like this and win, and we're able to do that.
2: Yeah, that's right. Tough place to come in and play, complimentary football. You get your defense to create turnovers, and you capitalize on those turnovers. You put points on the board. That is how you play football. Um, I think when you look at it, for them, it's a big victory. They keep themselves in contention to win the division, which they'll probably win going away. But at least the, they put Washington even further behind them now. Washington has to go to Las Vegas and play the Raiders. If they had lost this football game and Washington goes uh, to Vegas and win that game, now all of a sudden things start to get really, really tight. you know. And now they got a little more breathing room. Now they can relax and say to themselves, okay, we got we got some time off now. Now we can regroup. Our coaching staffs can come back and we can get back
3: into the fold of things the right way. Max, you, you know how we talk about Stephen Curry is a great ticket to get in basketball. I mean, last night watching CD Lamb, I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm paying to go watch you. I mean, he put it was like NBA jams what he did to Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was stupid. I've never seen. I broke his ankles in that way, and then Michael Gallup with Basketball the way move. he, move. Michael Gallup, the way he caught that TD pass, dragged his feet in the in the corner of the end zone. I mean, it's just special. Amari Cooper back that receiving core. It just
1: elevates this team so much. It's, uh, it's scary how talented they are. Even the interception. There was an interception where, like, there's feet dragging. There's, like, so much coordination. They have some athletes on. But uh, let me say this, because, Key, I want to get back to, like, the coaching staff versus the players. The Saints were missing their players, right? They were missing their running back, their wide out, their quarterback. They were missing guys on the offensive line. They're missing the players. Dallas got their players back, and we're missing the coaching staff. You don't want to miss either. But, man, one team just didn't have the horses, and the other team did. Yeah, Cowboys had the horses.
2: When you don't have your horses, you're going you're gonna to lose football games. But I think that that's a good sign for the Dallas Cowboys is when they do get the staff back and they have all their players, this is the team that you're going to see that you saw for five straight weeks in the National Football League prior to running into – The Denver
1: Broncos. Isn't that weird? The Cowboys, with all the hoopla before the season started and early in the year, there's a good chance that by the end of the season, they kind of limp into the playoffs or they they make it by a game or two, and they're the team no one wants to play once the playoffs start because they get healthy, they get right, they get Mm -hmm. clicking. How could the, the the Cowboys be the kind of scrappy underdog team in the playoffs? That would be hilarious. After all the press for like the first half of this season, but, but it could happen.
2: really. But in all honesty, if you really watch football and you watch the Dallas Cowboys, the games that they did lose outside of the the the, the, the Tampa Bay game on opening night, which they took them down to the wire, they could have won that game very easily. The Denver Broncos game, they was looking ahead for whatever weird, strange reason it was that they just took Denver as a light team. Every team gets one of those.
1: Every team gets one of those a year.
2: Um, But when you look at the other losses, you could say to yourself, I could see where they made some mistakes at. I could see where they got to correct some stuff. And if they do that, then they're going to be one of the harder teams to beat in the NFC. And clearly last night you could see if one side of the ball isn't playing that great, at sometimes the other side can pick them up, and that's what a team is all about.
3: I think that's one of the things. Out of all the things, I know we have fun with it every single week about Keys' rankings, though. Because well, oh, they might that, be number one the next week. What I, well, it, it's a well, the season is a series of ebbs and flows, man. You know what I mean? And I think sometimes fans or talking heads put so much credence into, well, this team has looked great from the beginning to this, to the end. And that means – that doesn't mean that they're going to win it just because they've looked good. Like, sometimes dealing with adversity helps your team grow for those moments when you have to deal with adversity when you get to the playoffs. And it makes you better experience because you have the poise in dealing with that.
1: Yeah, I wasn't really impressed with the Cowboys last night just because I thought they were playing a team that didn't have anything. You know, and then even Taysom Hill – Hurts his finger early. and like He's he not a starting quarterback on a Super Bowl team type guy. He's a guy who can fill in for a couple of games. Then he hurts his finger early. No offensive line, which is why they play him instead of Simeon. Bad finger. No star wide out. No running back, etc. All the things we said. Well, they, play, they
2: play him not because of the offensive line. They play him because he's better than Trevor Simeon. Just flat out better than Trevor But
1: Sibbe. the reporting was because, yeah, the, because of the injuries, they they wanted a guy I, who could move around. I can understand that that's what people
2: think. He's better than Trevor Sibbi. But wait, know, Max, so sure, you right, don't take sure.
3: any positives away from how the defense played last night to close out the game considering the offense that we've seen yeah. be one of the oh, most yeah. high-octane offenses has not clicked yet?
2: Max is a New York Giants fan. Right. I mean, and so he will, am I, but I can will, be realistic about it. He no, will never, no. ever be realistic about a mm. situation that's right in front of
1: his eyes. Just well, the reality. So, that's to why that. I didn't even say
2: anything. I didn't want to
1: counter his point. I just left it alone because <laughs> I already know that, yeah. there's some wisdom there. But I will say there's this: some wisdom. Yeah, there, I will but. say this. No, what I will say about the Cowboys <laughs> is not that I was so impressed. With, is that they are a very talented team, and when they're healthy, you have to deal with the talent on that team. I don't think they played exceptionally well, but they got their guys back, well and that was the in, first game they were back.
2: See, the things that you're looking at is way different than somebody like me or Dan, or Swagoo, or or football people, coaches, whatever. We're looking at something totally different than you. You, Toss, sweep, to Pollard is perfection. Mm. Everybody gets blocked. It's like like bowling down the lane. Everybody gets knocked down. He goes off to the house. That is the way it's drawn up. On the board, toss, sweep, Smith pulls. They pull. Crease, bam, tied in, kick out. Off to the races, one man to beat. That's perfection. If you can do that, once a game, and it doesn't have to be a home run, there's, look at that. Boom, boom. Uh, Perfection. There there's go, a Key. score, Tell and that could
1: be the difference in the game.
2: That's good. Tell them, Key. The touchdown the gallop, Perfection. Mm-hmm. That's clean. Preach this morning, brother. You know what I'm saying? The, the deep pass of Mari Cooper, catch and run. Preach. Clean. Mm-hmm. That's what you want.
1: Execution on offense. That's what you want. Yes. The Cowboys are hoping to, run, uh, to, to continue this run and get in the zone with three straight division games coming up. They sweep the division right now in those three games. Get in the zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Even though one team has their starting quarterback back in practice, Key says it's unlikely he plays. G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast.
4: Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike.
0: It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100 times your money.
4: Yeah. It
1: is a busy weekend in the NFL, but before we get to that, the Dr. Pepper call-in line is 888-say ESPN 888-729-3776 and the question we're asking, which college football playoff contender is most likely to get upset this weekend? Is it Georgia, is it Michigan, is it Cincinnati? Which? Oh, Michigan. Is most likely to get upset this weekend. 888-729-3776. You could be a part of Keyshawn J. Will and Max Nation. We have our own nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football's heating up and the fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Now, Keyshawn J. Will and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join on the Goodyear hotline, including former Michigan wide receiver Braylon Edwards. All right, Uh, Key, Justin Fields has been limited in practice all week with cracked ribs. Two questions. You can answer them one right after the other, okay? Double barrel. Will he play? <laughs> Double barrel question. Sawatsky would be mad, the interview guru, but I'm going to do it anyway. Will Justin Fields play this weekend and then should he play this weekend? No, and no. Well, there you go. Yeah, well, it was well, easy. Yeah, you don't easy for you me don't, too
2: You don't play him with cracked ribs. Because you're not going anywhere. Like, you're not going anywhere. You're going to probably be uh, relieved of your duties as a head coach. There's no real reason to put this young man in harm's way. to Let him heal. Um, we know kind of what he is going to be in the future. Let's protect his future. And that's pretty much it. Plus, at the quarterback spot, when you're not capable of playing A practicing, better yet, the entire week at full strength 100% when you're Justin Fields, you don't play. This isn't Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Justin Fields, he's still learning how to get everybody lined up. (laughs) Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers can miss two, three straight weeks of doing nothing, and you insert them in the lineup the moment that they step off the bus. This is not the situation with Justin Fields.
3: Facts, I agree. You protect your asset. You do. I mean, he's the future of the franchise. I think I would question it the – Coaching integrity of Matt Nagy if Justin Fields did play, considering the limited time on the practice field he spent. Yeah, and yeah, Andy Dalton at this particular time gives you the best odds to win the game. You're not, yeah, and you're, yeah, not, winning, it's you're question.
2: not playing for nothing. Like, you're yeah. not going nowhere.
3: As long as everybody understands that Justin Fields is QB1, like, that's, that's the foundation. That's <laughs> you know, all I got to
1: say about Nagy. The criticism of him with Fields is he didn't design the right game plan. He tries to fit well, him into what he wants to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I agree with that. He tries to fit him into what he wants to what how he wants to use him instead of to trying to play to his strengths, protect him as a rookie, all those things. But if you look at Nagy's decision making around Justin Fields, he has consistently favored the long term development of the quarterback and the health of the franchise over his own personal interests as a coach.
2: What I would say to that though Max is it's not his own personal interests as a coach, it's what he believes in. So once somebody believes in something, you can't get them away from what they believe in. And he believes in I don't want to start a young quarterback because he's not ready and I don't want to play him because he has cracked ribs. It's that's just any young coach, I mean, any coach that has something that they believe in, they're not going to go away from just from the pressure on the outside.
1: No doubt. But even back up before then, making Andy Dalton QB one when Fields was better—that's not about punishing Fields to me. That's about wait a minute. Oh, absolutely. I want to. I want to protect this kid. I oh, want to develop yeah, him the right sure. way. for sure. It's right, not. So, it's not a
2: punishment
3: at all. Are you making a case, Max, that you think Matt Nagy should come back next year? No, I don't think Max. No, Max. Well, would, I, I just feel no like he's, well, I hope not. It feels like he's going down. No, you know road.
1: why? Because the reason I'm, but the reason I'm not is because I've seen what Key said about the way he used Justin Fields, especially early on. He doesn't see. He seems to be the kind of not coach right who wants to fit the pieces into what he wants to do instead okay. of right. So he's not the right coach. Yeah. I'm just saying. For all the criticism he's gotten. The big picture that the Chicago Bears fan should be thinking about is, you know what, though? This dude was trying to make decisions in the best long-term health of the franchise. That's fine. So what is- what's he supposed to get for that? That's what I'm. Yeah. Pat on the back. That's what I'm saying. I'm you're, giving, it to you're him. giving him a compliment. You know, you Great. Give him a compliment. I'm giving him a pat what on the get? back.
2: You're gonna get a pat on the butt. Yeah. Right out on, the door.
1: <laughs> right out the door. That that won't be for me. But right out the I mean, door. Dave, Dave still, still more chance of finding your line games. They, hey, hey they go ushering usher
3: him right out of the. Thank you. Hollis thank you, Hall. Thank you so much for protecting our asset. All right.
1: Doctor Pepper call online. Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Oh, they want to talk about this out there and Bears territory. All right. Robin in Alabama first. What you got? Good what morning,
4: up, Rob. Hi, how you doing this morning?
1: Good. How are you doing? Good
4: morning. Good. I just wanted to tell you that I'm a huge Bears fan, and I agree with Keyshawn. I agree with everything he says about Justin Fields and about Matt Nagy that he needs to be gone. Justin needs to relax. They're not going to any place now. Just want to let you know that. Great job, Keyshawn. I
3: just want you know, Robin, we finally got Keyshawn on board about letting Matt Nagy go. We finally got him on board.
2: Well, I never said I wasn't on board. I just, it, in early in the year, you give a guy an opportunity yeah. to see if he heart. could change the course in which they're going, and he clearly could change the course. So a wise man would want to know, hey, are you giving him an extension? No. No.
1: <laughs> okay. That's good. But early on, Key, you did make the point. <laughs> That Nagy, which surprised me, you said compare Nagy and Kyle Shanahan's well, not one anymore. loss record as I head coach. I take Kyle Shanahan yesterday. Here's, right? Here's
2: so, the one thing I can so say, so like,
3: he, say. it, but then he like, no, nah, I was wrong. Let's move on. Yeah, change quick. he us move on quick. Yeah. I move on quick. I what kind of sample that. size yeah, I
2: jumped did you up need? And down, I jumped <laughs> up and down on Kyle Shanahan for a couple of weeks. He changed it turned it around.
1: Yeah. Shanahan that, I, pretty I'm pretty not afraid right to
2: admit that I was wrong.
1: I'm with you. I'm I ain't right.
2: Put it this way. I ain't out the weeds yet. They're doing good. They won, I think, four in a row in San Francisco. He's proven me something.
1: Yeah. And Matt Nagy is proving you right, Jay. That's yeah, all. I mean, look, if Garoppolo was healthy all the time, Shanahan would look better than he looked at, the, at you know, six weeks ago. Oh, three say. straight. If, if only I straight. had $20
3: million in the bank.
1: <laughs> Dave in <laughs> yeah, College Park. What you got? Good morning, Dave. How you doing, sir?
3: What's up, Dave. College Park, that's Maryland, right?
2: Yeah, Maryland.
1: I had a lot of good times in College Park. What's going on, Dave? What you got to say?
2: Don't I know it, Jake. Don't I know it. <laughs> don't I know it. You we done understand. broke my heart plenty of times, yes. man. So the don't home remind home. me about that.
3: Maryland, yeah.
1: Maryland got a good basketball program. Yeah, huh? yeah but yeah. Duke's got a better yeah.
3: <laughs> we had a little, We had a little good run. Yeah. Duke, they pay yeah. Go ahead, Duke Dave. I, I didn't mean to distract you, Dave. Go ahead. Get in with your point, yeah. brother. All right. Anyway, I want to talk about the
2: college uh, football uh, championships this weekend. I think for sure the team that's going to go down late Saturday night is Michigan. Um, all the other championships are before in the afternoon and they're – early evening, but they're at eight o'clock. So I just feel after all the pressure that they had defeating their nemesis of Ohio State, waiting all them years to get redemption, it's just a trap game and Iowa is a good team. They won four in a row. They you know they got ten wins. They're a decent team. So I think it's a real easy game for them to to just be this, they got so much energy trying to beat Ohio State it's gonna be hard for them in, in a week to get right back rammed up and I just look for Iowa to pull the upset, so I just feel like that they're not going to be fully ready for this game yeah,
3: uh, Saturday. That's yeah no
2: I, I feel the same way it's not it's not even necessarily fully ready. I think they'll be ready, but the circumstances in Ann Arbor, Michigan, you had snow, thank you you had all the just different mm-hmm. environment. On the road, cold, wind, And then and they wanted it. Michigan needed that and they wanted that so desperately that they played their tails off. You are now going to Indianapolis in a neutral site. You're getting ready to play against this slow Iowa team. They're gonna do it the way they've always Lucas done it. Lucas Oil Stadium. It's gonna Don't. feel a certain way. And you're gonna go in there and you're gonna get popped because the real Michigan is gonna show up. That's the way I look at it.
3: Uh it's gonna that'll be a hard defeat.
1: Coach Harbaugh. I mean, I, I agree. Hard you know, I, you don't want to reduce it to this. Setup game. It's sort of a trap it game is. in a weird way. It you no, know, it's a championship. But you, Ohio State, was the game, yeah. and I don't know how you guys can speak to it. I don't know how you can psych yourself. I don't know that it's possible to psych yourself up emotionally, like if if it's not there, like it's there for Ohio State. If it's just not there for Iowa, they're going to be in trouble. Yeah, no, I've been there yeah. in college. We we
2: clinched to go to the Rose Bowl my senior year, but we still had to play. Like UCLA, but we had already clinched and everything. We rolled out to UCLA. UCLA was nowhere near as good as we were. And they mm-hmm. took us to the woodshed because we were sleepwalking. Yeah. Then the next, then once we got to the Rose Bowl, we obviously took care of business at the Rose Bowl, but it was one of those fall asleep type mm-hmm. games because the game to clinch to go to the Rose Bowl, that was the one. You could we see, see it, it coming from the outside. Yeah, I saw the it the face. whole
3: time. I knew we were going to lose. Just want you to know why Dave was mad. Um, it's called the Miracle Minute. So, myself, Juan Dixon, a couple of teammates went out. Dream was a great club in D.C. around that time. But the game was the next day. You never heard of Dream, kid? No, no. What are you talking about? Oh, the night before. Anyway, um, all I'm saying is Look. that game, we were down 10 points with 50 seconds left, and we came back and we won. I got hot at the right time. <laughs> yeah. So, it's one of those, you know, for, for everlasting hurtful moments for Maryland fans. Which oh, okay. Like
2: I, was, I was like, what is Jay
3: talking about? I, was, yeah, I went on a tangent because we went on a tangent. In case before, people forgot,
1: why. Jay was the two-time Player of the Year, National Player of the Year again. Two times, National Player of the Year. Yeah, no, he no, won two. it.
3: I got it twice. Twice, he hence, won a championship, hence why but it translates to the second pick. Two again. MVPs. Yeah, can't get right. The yeah. Bucks are they trying they to make
1: way. a run at the Super Bowl, and Tom Brady's about well. to be without one of his <laughs> top weapons. The Keyshawn J. Will and Max Podcast.
4: Passion, drive, and patience. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click, com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
1: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max here on ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests on the Goodyear Hotline. It is time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Guys, listen to what Adam Schefter reported on Sports Center with the great L. Duncan. The
5: league, the investigation from the NFL and the NFLPA turned up that Antonio Brown brought a fake vaccination card to training camp, although he was uh, warned about it, and then quickly vaccinated shortly thereafter.
1: All right. So, Antonio Brown, first of all, Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Now... He gets three games. Guys, let me tell you why I don't think that's too lenient. I think they got it right. It's one thing to think about breaking the rules or committing a crime, right? It's another thing to maybe have even crossed the threshold and started, to, started down the road in the commission of a rules break or a crime. But if someone takes you aside and says, listen, you're doing the wrong thing, you're going to make trouble for yourself. Correct this behavior, and then the person corrects the behavior. I think it's important to send the message in the punishment when that person is caught. Listen, there will be, if you decide to change course, even after you've taken that first step, but you don't go all the way, decide to change course there's going to be some leniency. You want to incentivize good behavior, and you don't want to make people think it's ever too late to start doing the right thing. So I think three games is right.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't really, to be honest with you, Max, I really don't care if it was one game, ten games, three games, with pay, without pay. I really don't care about that. My gripe with it is you got a pattern, man, of behavioral issues that – you probably want to take a strong look at before you make a decision to try to be deceitful, whether you got through and they changed your mind or you went through your plan the entire way. There is a behavior pattern there. And because that behavior pattern is there, when you present your vaccination card to whomever you presented it to, they already know that you ain't on the straightened up. They're looking at you. Oh, they're God. already God. looking at you. And you should already know when I went to get it from whoever I got it from, that chances are when I walk into that building at one buck place, they're gonna be like, Yeah, that, that you you're not the type of guy that just voluntarily goes and does the right thing. Not easily anyway. Uh, not easily anyway. So when you put yourself in that position, I don't have any good thing to say about what you initially, I mean, what you would uh, eventually, yeah. eventually wind up doing. I don't like you. Jay, because I mean, your history in all <laughs> of the things that you've done, whether it's the video with Mike Tomlin, the burning of the feet, the beating up of the truck driver and getting into trouble there, and like it's always something with AB. The way AB. he went at Juju, Smith and I like uh, just it's always something. And I like AB. It been I on AB, AB for a long love damn AB. time. Tried to mentor AB because Todd Haley asked me to, but then you doing this. What do you expect they gonna do? I don't do? get a key.
3: I, I I don't get it. Like if you don't want to be vaccinated, then don't be, don't vaccinate, be vaccinated. AB. There's protocol in the space for people who are not vaccinated. We have NFL players who are not vaccinated, and they're dealing with the protocol. Here's my only thing about it, and this is why I I feel like he should be suspended more than three games. It's a federal crime to falsify a federal seal. It's a federal crime to falsify a federal seal. Like we we had the worry
1: about that, though, you know.
3: I, I okay. So I'm just I'm, saying, I just think it sets a interesting precedent, right? No, like my I, thing is, like, if, if somebody is not vaccinated, like I'm cool with it. Like, don't, Just don't try to navigate the system and say, hey, I am vaccinated. Even if you do, like, that, that's my only gripe right with it. the
2: same thing, and it's not smart, because like you said, Jay, there are unvaccinated players in the National Football League. We see it, It's well documented. They're playing until such due time. That they either catch COVID or come into close contact, and they got to figure all that stuff out. Why couldn't you just do that? Well, that's the Why thing. Why about- couldn't you just say, hey, "Hey, I'm not vaccinated, but I want to play football, and I'm going to do everything to protect myself, and I'm going to do everything to protect the others." And if if so, if this happens, I understand that I'm going to probably have to miss a game or two. Cole this, Beasley, th- C- guys, Cousins, this is all the issue with
1: it. AB, and I think fans out there think two things of him. Mm-hmm. He's they think either he's not that smart or he's a bad dude. That's what they think because there's because of everything he just listed. Now the here, here's the thing:
2: he's not a bad. I dude. don't. I was about to say he's I don't, don't think dude. he's a bad. That's what people want to know. He's not a bad dude. I just think that, and I don't want to say he's not smart because I am not a education guy,
1: a uh, uh, teacher. But why does he anything? make these mistakes then?
2: I don't know why okay, it makes so, the mistake And we, I don't want to try to figure that but, part out. But you've
1: established a pattern <laughs> of like this is either not smart or you're just trying to get over. You're trying to Okay, so mm-hmm. the thing about that you guys are pointing out is there are protocols in place if you choose not to get vaccinated. There's a certain cost of not being vaccinated. You can still go to work in the NFL, but there's a certain cost you have to the price you have to pay. And A B is like. Not only am I going to work and not getting vaccinated, I don't feel like paying the cost. It's an inconvenience to me. But you're gonna to pay me. the cost anyway so, for trying to. But that's not do the system. But that's exactly. what he thinks he's gonna get over.
3: But you. Okay. But you're probably not. Chances are you're not.
1: Uh, Jay's right. Is so,
2: chances are, okay. are, you'll stay you're right not. there. But because hold on one sec, Max. Chances are you probably not right. Yeah. On top of that, like I initially said in the first place. I know you, Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know
1: your pattern. So so it's happened a million times, so people are looking extra hard and, oh, oh, okay.
2: Because you're not walking in and going, you're not the type of guy that's going to walk in and go get vaccinated on your own. We already know so, that. But there
1: are two things there. One is people are going to be take, spending extra time looking at you. Second thing is if you get caught, this punishment may be more severe because you've done stuff like this a million times. But this is what I'm saying. When someone like that, when some mentor or some friend takes them aside and says, listen, this is going down the wrong path, knucklehead. You've done this a million times. Do the right thing. And then he does the right thing. That's fine. But here's
2: what I would say, that you're missing.
1: It says no.
2: Like Jay says, you're falsifying the seal. That's a no. I don't care if you started to do it. And you did do it. Three The and league it. also so says wait, in their protocol you can't do that.
3: So wait, so Max, it's like saying, hey, I, I ran a stoplight, and then you know what? I reported myself to the police. Hey guys, go back check the tape. I ran a stoplight. So now you're saying, hey, please don't give me the same fine that I would typically get for running a stoplight because I'm the one no, that. Told well, you I would
1: say I add one add one wrinkle to yeah, that. I still give you a ticket. Exactly, yeah. the same amount of fine. A- add this- one wrinkle to that if the plan was to keep running the stoplights and someone said, you're going to get, you know, it's going to be trouble, and you stopped doing it, yes, I think we should send the message to people that it's never too late to start doing the right thing. And that's why I like the three games, is it's severe, but, Matt, but it's
3: not like the rest of the you season. falsify a federal seal.
1: Let the feds it's, deal it's, with it's, their it, it rules let and let the, the NFL deal yes, with theirs. Yes, that's
2: their rules. true. Okay. And the NFL okay. has dealt with their rules. The feds will deal with their rules. Right. And the league has dealt with their rules, which is, don't walk up to us with a fake vaccination card because if you yeah. do,
1: we're going to do something to you, whether you get vaccinated the next day or not. Now let's let's continue this conversation with Dan Graziano, and uh, play hot. Lose the Dan, what's up, Dan? All right, Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider. You can follow him in at Dan Graziano ESPN. Get more from Dan on Get Up. What up, Dan? At eight a.m. Eastern. Doing, Good, Dan. Dancing. Hot news or not news? Antonio Brown and two others are suspended for three games for, and I quote, misrepresenting vaccination status.
5: I think this this is uh, the complexity of this transcends the hot news or not news. Like it's not news that AB's in trouble because he he didn't pay a guy that worked for him. That that's happened before. Uh, it's not news that he's going to miss games because he's going to miss these games anyway. He's hurt. Uh, but it is hot news that. Um, the cornerback uh, Edwards has to. I mean, they're, they're already banged up in the secondary. He only he got caught up in this because of the AB thing. Uh, so I, I think it's hot news because the league needs to send a message that you can't do this. And, and I think that's why the, that's why the suspension is there. You, I mean, you, Max, your point about ultimately got vaccinated—that's what matters, and it is. But the league does not want. Well, that's people why he has they to be can get punished. away with fake vaccine cards. He
1: exactly. has to be punished. I'm just yeah. saying, if for people, he should be gone for the season. I like the three games. It shows that he eventually did the right thing.
2: What? Could you tell us anything else about A.B.'s situation?
5: Meaning, like, how this all happened? Yeah. I mean, look, he—apparently, he, he, what the chef accused him of was procuring a, va- a fake vaccine card, and apparently he did, and he His showed up to camp, camp with it.
2: private chef, right? Right.
5: Uh, the one and- they didn't pay. The way and pay. <laughs>
3: yes. Again, there are. No, I'm not. I'm not yeah, anyway, not whatever. the wisest I mean, choice. Somebody no does, like the electrician's coming
5: over today to replace an outlet. And if I don't pay him, he's going to be upset. And then if he sees me doing something wrong, he might tell somebody like, I'm going to pay the electrician this afternoon when he's done the work. Like, that's pretty simple. Anyway, whatever. We're talking about uh, vaccine cards. I, I lost my train of thought. Fact of the matter is, somebody got in his ear after training camp started and said, hey, buddy, uh, you can't really do the fake vaccine card. You're going to get in more trouble than you think. And he heard that and he ended up getting vaccinated, figuring that was the path of least resistance. And uh, so did Edwards and, and uh, all these guys that were caught up in this. So they're all vaccinated, but they're in trouble for it's, it's really dumb. I mean, like they're in trouble for doing something they didn't even need to do.
2: What if, if they just didn't understand the, the protocol rules like they didn't really okay. understand it?
5: I mean, like if you if you're a college freshman and you get a fake ID, can you get away with it by saying, "Well, I didn't understand, I wasn't supposed to you do know, that"? I mean, you know, like, I guess they knew they were trying to cheat something.
2: Because I, and the reason I don't want to stay on this, but the reason I say that though because all I had to do is say I'm not vaccinated and I still would be able to play I just got to wear a mask and right. do certain
1: things. So like that's the that. thing,
5: right? If you if you claim to be vaccinated and you're not, then you're and then you're not abiding by the rules for unvaccinated people, then by the league's definition you're putting people at risk. And I think that's that's another part of the, that's why misrepresenting is the word that they use. I just right.
3: hate it cuz we talk about AB before winning a Super Bowl, right? Like having like, hey, like all that stuff disappears. Remember, we were talking about that, and then all of a sudden, this comes up, and it that's just a great point, Jay. All this other stuff, you're
1: like, damn, AB, just stay the. That's ass. a great point. AB mm. had kind of cleaned himself with the Super Bowl. We weren't thinking about all that anymore. And unnecessarily uh, does this. And
2: I know Tom Brady be like, oh. Yeah, that's his guy, man. Yeah, that's, he'll. Tom Brady's yeah. like, ah, oh,
1: until AB's back on the field. It's like, ooh, I yeah. like that ooh, route. He's open. <laughs> uh, he's open. He's always open. You yeah, misrepresent that. Dan, Key continues to say that Sean Payton, Sean Payton could yeah. leave the Saints after this season. Is that hotter news now than it was last week when Key first brought it up after the loss? I don't get
5: the – like, I'm not hearing it. Now, I'm not – I mean, maybe you no, are. Lord, but I'm, I'm not hearing it. No. It's it's something that's come up in the past, just in terms of, like, rumblings. I think the, one of the last couple times the Giants job was open, a lot of people wanted to connect Peyton with that. I haven't heard it. And this is the time of year where we're, we're making these calls about where are these openings going to be, who's going to be. And this used to be when you would hear that kind of stuff, and I'm not. Yeah. Like, I, I think there's a perception now. Nothing's, nothing's forever, nothing's impossible. But there's a perception now that Peyton's kind of – sort of part of the fabric of that place, and, and always will be. Yeah. Uh, and so, again, we'll see. I, I just – yeah.
2: the reason I even brought it up is because I'm looking at they have no money yeah. to spend on players. No, their cap situation you know, gets
5: better after this year.
2: It and does. And they don't really have a quarterback. Yeah, they're on Russell's you know, list, though. It, yeah, that's true, but what is Wait, Russell? I don't know. I Wait, mean, you uh, know. Oh, come on now.
5: You don't think Russell's ain't good anymore?
2: No, I didn't say that. I said, uh, what is he though? Is yeah. he somebody that Sean Payton would love to hitch his wagon to hmm. based on everything we've seen in Russell over the last 14 months? I mean, when you look at when you look at and break things all the way down, let Russ Cook hadn't worked out for the Seahawks. True. Prior to Russ cooking, the Seahawks went to two Super Bowls. And so when you look at that, it's like, what is that? Is that is that Pete or is it Russ? We've given him a new offensive coordinator. We've given him weapons on the offensive side of the ball. But it's not looking good. And you'll learn a lot this Sunday against the San Francisco 49ers. Again, what Russ is.
5: I think he's somebody that Peyton would take a shot
2: on. Okay. After
5: Taysom Hill just threw four, but, is, the there, but is there, but is there, but is there
2: something what? else out there better that Sean, yeah, maybe, might be
3: looking at, you know, that's all. Dan, what if, what you, could come over. To. What have you heard about Pete Carroll's future?
5: Uh, again, that's the, so when I talk about, like, a lot of it's speculation, right? Outside uh-huh. speculation, like where the openings are going to be. And a lot of times people get this wrong.
3: We love speculation. Go but,
5: on. there, you, I mean, there are people out there who believe that, you know, there's a chance that there could be a change in Seattle. And when I say that, I do believe that Pete Carroll has a say in how long he coaches yes, the Seattle he Seahawks. But th- so, So when people say there could be an opening there, it would be...
2: Pete said, because no, he made the
5: choice. So, again, don't know for sure. It's outside speculation. We haven't heard anything See, about Seattle wanting it, to do anything. But, here's you me know, he's going to be 71 years old. Like, it's not, you know, and this is, a, this is a new thing. They haven't done anything like this since he's been there or since, since they drafted Russell. So, yeah. Let me
1: connect some dots here. Tell me what you think, Dan. You know, you're not hearing anything about Peyton leaving, right? Right. But we are hearing things about Russell Wilson. Yeah. Or at least there's rampant speculation. You know, to but, me, that may say that Peyton's staying because Russell Wilson's on the way, and well, that's one of the four teams he he had on the list. Right.
5: But if they know that, then they're breaking the rules.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> it's never too late to start doing the right things. Hey, it's always great leverage
3: uh, for Peyton, though. Whenever his name starts floating around with these potential situations, though, sure. right? He already yeah.
1: got he, He's already.
3: I know, but it's a it just c- it continued to create that leverage. It I just, doesn't hurt to have it.
2: I just look at where Dallas was headed; they got it straightened out against Peyton. Mm-hmm. Peyton has a house in Dallas. The Giants' connection. Nobody's happy with their organization. It just—it's one of those deals where you start trying to look at oh, things. I, I get Mentor where you're... Bill Parcells likes to move around and do it his way. Mm-hmm. I just—that's just me.
1: I but get where you're coming from. I can be from. completely wrong. Speaking of the Cowboys, their offense struggled in the win. Hot news or not news, Dan? I think this is not
5: news. I think the Cowboys should feel good about last night. Honestly, like I mean they. That that was they don't have half their offensive coaching staff or their head coach. They're on the road against a desperate team that, you know, obviously doesn't have anything on offense but does play good defense. And I, I don't think struggling against the Saints defense is an indictment on anyone. I think there was one drive, what was the three straight plays where you had that Crazy Amari Cooper route that he ran yeah. and got the catch. Mm-hmm. And then the C.D. Lamb catch and run. Yeah. And then that brilliant Michael Gallup touchdown. And you're thinking, like, in three plays, you saw sort of what that passing game can be. Third game this year, all three of those guys have, have played together. Uh, I, if I were the Cowboys, I'd feel real good about getting out of there with a win and, and, and how things look going forward.
2: And even the interception, he gets hit in the face. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I, I'm happy with where they are. I'm satisfied that they won last night. They still stay in front of Washington. Had they lost that game, I would have got really nervous because Washington plays Vegas. We don't know how Vegas might come no, out. And then no all idea. of a sudden you look up and Washington's one game behind you and you got to play them twice. Dan, I
3: think, I think the real hot news is Zeke Elliott and, yeah. and how he's looking in that whole Tony Pollard situation, how that works out.
5: So Elliott, uh, you know, he's playing with a, a knee yep. thing. Uh, they, he is their start. Like, he plays more snaps than Pollard, like, even when he's a little banged up. And you see why. I think it was the first play last night. You know, he's the starting running back, and, and the first thing he does is pick up the blitz. Like, he, they need him for that. And they had a pass-heavy game plan. You know, I look at it. He was 3.5 yards of carry last night. Going into the game, the Saints allow 3.2. So it's not, I mean, I, again, yeah. nothing disastrous there. And Pollard had the one big run. Uh, look, third game in 12 days. Their hope is that... The extra time off before the next game gives Zeke time to get a little bit healthier than he's been. We
1: have one minute. Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins remain limited in yeah. practice. Hot news or not news, Dan?
5: Jeez. I think it's I, I think it's I think it's some of each. I think Kyler, they feel kind of optimistic that he might be able to play this week, whereas Hopkins, I think they're gonna be a little more hesitant with just because of the way Hopkins got hurt. Remember, they put him back in a game, and it was like a stop-and-start route. He
2: snuck back in the right.
5: game. Right. Well, I mean, right after that. But, like, yeah. they started him that game, and then he ran a route where he slowed down and then picked it back up, and they feel like that's a, so they feel like you can't put that guy in a game and tell him not to do something like that. So they may wait on him. But I, I think Kyler's got a chance to play. But hmm. I've thought that before.
2: Yeah, I probably wouldn't play either one of them. Just let him get healthy. I'm going up against Chicago. I think Colt McCoy's done a good job. At times when he's been in there, I would just roll the dice and keep get him, make sure they're both it's The Bears. Justin, Justin Fields who may cares. not play.
3: Who, who's who's yeah. the last team to win a Super Bowl where the quarterback has missed four games throughout the regular season? Straight. we have to look that
1: up. Jay has a way to fix the Cowboys' struggling offense. Next, Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. The Keyshawn, J. Will and Max Podcast.